Welcome to Time Sync. This is episode 168. I'm Kosta And I'm co-host Hamza. And you're watching Disney Channel. <laughs> it just feels like I have to say that. Sorry. It feels like there should be something after the names, right? There should be something. Yeah, we need to figure out some catchphrase. That's going to be t- terrible. This is a random thought I had, and I, I kind of just want to share it with you to see if like I'm crazy or if what I'm saying is actually possibly sound. Yes, you are crazy. Okay, but in this instance, am I crazy, you know? Yes. Okay, no, I'm kidding. Right, go ahead. So the thing is, uh, I forget what number iOS we're even on now. I think it's 15. iOS 15. I don't get the updates anymore. It's so sad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know you don't know because your phone's so old, you just don't get them anymore. Hey. What, what, now I gotta ask, what iOS are you on? Can you check real quick for me? Uh, let me check. I, I know I got a security update pretty recently. Oh, so they're still go, uh, like pre- updating old ones for security reasons? I saw something. I'm on 16.7.4. 16.7.4, and the new one is 17.2.1 as of this recording. Uh, so you're only one behind. That sucks. That's all like the be- like all the features. iOS 17 is a huge, it's a huge one. It's a major release. Yeah, it's a major release one. I was going to ask, can you name a single iOS 17 feature, Hamza? Like name drop, right? Yeah, that's the one. I want uh, that. Like, yeah. I want that. <sighs> but it came with another change, which is the voicemail, the auto voicemail thing. Basically, if you don't answer a phone call, on your screen, normally where it would say like so-and-so is calling, it will then say voicemail and it will show you a live transcript of the voicemail while the person is recording it. What the heck? And you can answer the call in the middle of the voicemail if it's imp- if you realize it's important from the transcript. And it just like cuts off the voicemail and you can answer it. Oh, my phone, please. It can handle that. Trust me. Just that's genuinely me. really cool to me. I think that's an awesome use of the technology. That's insane. And I'm sure like it's been Android for like 16 years. I, I don't care. Right? I just use an oh, iPhone. Yeah, yeah. So That's cool. That's a cool feature, yeah. That's a really cool feature, but it came with a slight change, which has been bothering me. Basically, what kind of spread this thought on was, I feel like I'm getting more spam calls, which I know is like a universal experience. It feels like every time I talk to somebody about spam calls, I always like, oh yeah, I get so many spam calls. But I used to not get spam calls. Like I almost never got them. I always considered myself lucky, and mostly because I just, I refuse to put my phone number in any form online if I can. Yeah. But I feel like I was getting an increase of them, like I was getting them more often. Now it's kind of died down again. But I felt like for a while there, it, it was like an uptick. And I felt like it lined up perfectly with when the new iOS update came out. That's sus. Now, it's kind of sus. Right? But like, I also like maybe I'm just, you know, correlating two things by coincidence, yeah, right? Yeah, No way. Like, that same day, I could have like put my phone number in a form or there could have been a data breach in like some account I made 16 years ago. But then the, here's the thing. Like I got a worm in my head about it. Because here's the thing. When you call someone, they changed the voicemail message when you call someone. What does that mean? Like, you mean if they don't pick up, then it goes into voicemail? Is that, that, that's what you mean? Yeah, that message that they receive. So uh, I have some recordings just off um, my family members' phones. So here's the old way of doing it. Here's the old voicemail system which you probably recognize. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. Is not available. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Yeah, sounds very familiar. Sounds very familiar, right? Now, if you call someone who has iOS 17, it's different. It now shows this. Your call has been forwarded to voicemail. The person you're trying to reach is not available. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up. Sounds about the same. I mean, it's slightly different, but... It's slightly different. Also, I don't know how the audio compression is going on, but like, it's way more crisp. Like, It sounds like a recording that was recorded within this century. Right. As opposed to the old one, it sounds like it was through a tin can. But there's a lot of people that don't use the default voicemail anyways. So I, I hardly... There? Yeah, I, I rarely hear that. I usually hear like actual like custom messages. I don't know anyone else who does that except for you. You're the only person I know who does that. <laughs> really? I was going to say, like, you do it. I don't even remember doing it. Like I said that up, like years ago. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I, I, all the reason I remember that is because I remember uh, a friend of ours was trying to contact you in high school. He's trying to get to you, and your voicemail starts with "Hey, yo, what's up?" Like it sounds like you're on the phone. <laughs> That's like a funny. Is that still like that? I don't know. I haven't. Dude, I haven't been a phone call like years. Yeah. You kidding me? Who calls their friends? So like, I, I feel like that's an anomaly. That's definitely one of those things that's like a pre. Like smartphone era kind of thing. People had custom voicemails a lot. Yeah. And they kind of didn't bother with, they don't, people don't bother with that anymore. It's like custom ringtones. Like I have a custom ringtone because I'm, I'm weird. But like the vast majority of like, I, especially iPhone users, 
don't have that. To change your ringtone's a nightmare. Dude, I remember back in the day, I used to be, I used to be all over that stuff. Like, okay, what kind of ringtone am I looking at? What mood am I feeling? Trying to act all cool. Nowadays, I never even turn my phone off silent. So it's like, it, yeah, it, like even if you have a custom ringtone, when are you ever gonna hear it, right? But anyways, the reason this bothered me about the voicemail thing is because like I know this is like a thing where they say like if you don't recognize the number, don't answer it. One, because yeah. if you answer it, then like the person on the other end, you know, if this is a scam call, they're gonna try to scam you. But also another important thing about that is that when you answer it, you're telling the person on the other end of the line that this is a in-use number. Right. Because these scam call centers, they send out millions of calls every day, basically. But most of those numbers are no longer being used by anybody or they're owned by dead people or something, you know? Like, they aren't number. They're, they were once active numbers, but years have gone by and like they're no longer in use. So when you answer the call, and even if you decline it, because declining it, you can tell if someone declines your call because it stops ringing. There's like a set number of rings before it goes to voicemail. Or if there is no voicemail, it just hangs up. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. But if you decline, it stops that. It cuts the call off short. In fact, it always bothered me that iOS for the longest time until like, I want to say two, three versions ago, there was no way to like ignore a call. You either had to let it ring, answer or decline. Now you can like swipe up and just to ignore, like you can ignore the call and it keeps ringing in the background technically. What a great feature. Also that little, that little messaging feature. It's so good. Click on the little message icon and say like, I'm busy. I'll call you later. Love that. So that was like another thing was like, I would always let it ring because I don't, I don't want scam callers to know that I, this is an active number. And now I'm thinking, if they call and they hear the new voicemail message, isn't that another way for them to confirm that this is an active number? That this person is on iOS 17? Like, it's new? I guess that's true. They'll know it's on iOS 17, but they don't know if it's an active number. But, like, realistically, how would a number be inactive but be updated to iOS 17? Don't ask me. I don't know the details. I was kind of hoping you'd be like, oh, no, that's not possible because X, Y, Z. But you're just like, you know, that, that sounds good. That sounds like a thing that could happen. Because, like, yeah, it is the latest version. So it would make sense that, yeah, this phone is probably still in use. Yeah, that's true. See, now I'm thinking, like, does that mean I'm getting, I got more scam calls because of that? Because someone, I got one scam call. And that one scam call verified that it was an active number because the voicemail system changed from underneath me. Like, I didn't change my voicemail. I didn't touch any of that stuff. Man, I have no idea. That's such a cool question. Because, like... I used to get a lot of these, uh, like, Chinese spam calls, like, you know, like... Oh, I used to get those all the time. Like, you'd, add, like, you'd be a voicemail that's just in Chinese. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know what they're saying. I don't know what they're selling. But I would just, I would just, I would never, I don't really pick up the spam risk calls anyways. Oh, yeah, spam risk, definitely. But sometimes you just get, like, a number. Even then, I don't pick them up, usually. But if you get, if you're unlucky enough, like, this happened once, where I was, like, I was expecting a phone call from, I think, was it my doctor or something? I was expecting a phone call from, like, an important person. Who I know, like, realistically, they aren't saved in my contacts. So this is going to show up as a random number. So I had to answer every call that came in. Were there that many? There weren't that many, but it just happened, like, bad luck. When I was expecting a call, there was one scam call that got through because of yeah, that. That sucks. I remember, like, for me, too, I'm like, whenever I get a call from, like, a number that I don't have, like, saved, I'm like, is that someone I know? Is that someone I should be, like, straight, like, you know, is it expected or something? I have to, like, keep do this mental, like, acrobatics and be like, uh... Then think. Then I think still I might just ignore it because if it's someone important, then they'll either call again or they'll at least text. That's the thing. That's the two major things. Either you get a second call, a text message, or even like the worst case, like most extreme example, they leave a voicemail. Yeah. Like they leave a voicemail. Yeah. You can check what the voicemail is. Spam calls typically they leave a voicemail. It's like two seconds of silence and like okay, that's definitely a scam call. Yeah. So that's easy to like just report and delete. And so I haven't gotten a lot of scam calls recently. It, I, it's gone down, right? Like is that just me? Yeah, but then again, I am on iOS uh, 16, so I I don't get to play with the big boys here. But, you know, I, I don't know. Yes, too, yes, too. They hear the voice, but they're like, oh, this is an inactive number. How could they not be on iOS 17? No, yeah, this loser. <laughs> nah, I ain't calling <laughs> him. I don't even want to scam him. <laughs> He's probably broke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's such a... I wonder if that's... Like, is there... Have you searched that online? Like, I wonder if anyone else has experienced this. I think I did, but this is like... I, I put this on the topic list like ages ago, and I completely oh, yeah, forgot yeah. about it, honestly. But at that time, this is like right when iOS 17 first came out. There was nothing online about it. And I don't know, maybe like no one's connected those dots yet. I find that hard to believe because I don't think I'm that special. But I guess one of the things, it is like a weird like logical leap to be like, oh, I got a new voicemail and I'm getting more spam calls. Hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know how spam centers work, but that seems like a logical argument too. So I don't know. I feel it. I feel like it would be possible. I kind of wish you didn't say that. I kind of <laughs> wish you, if you, you had some information that made me understand that I'm just delusional and it's fine. I was thinking like, I mean, it's such a coincidence that it's happening at the same time. And, you know, you're just like correlating. But then if I was a scammer, 
you know, we're not saying mm-hmm. I am, but if I was a scammer, then I would be like, huh, that's great. You look for this, right? Yeah, that's a great little feature that I can you can abuse. Yeah. And the biggest giveaway is that like, it doesn't even say the phone number. Like, if the message was, like, way longer or way shorter, or sorry, if, if the message was, like, the same length, then it'd be kind of hard to, like, set up an automated system to check that. But you can just be like, okay, it, how long till the ring stops and you hear the beep for the voicemail? It's like a, it's like a five, six second difference between the two messages, the two systems. So it's pretty easy to be like, hey, the beep happened six seconds after the, vo- after the ring stopped versus 15 seconds that's a pretty easy thing for like automated system to like check yeah and just be like okay then this is the new phone this is on ios 17 or realistically it's on ios 17 and then filter it through into like a different list of like active numbers just try scamming again so uh, have you used that feature where someone's calling you and then you see the transcript of the voicemail and then you're like you know it's a scammer or you know it's someone you know has that ever happened to you it's never been someone i know because no, no one makes phone calls nowadays but I do, I do use it sometimes. Like, I'll ignore the call, and then I'll see the voicemail come up, and it's like, oh, I can read it and see the call. Oh, this is clearly a scam. So is that accurate? Is that voicemail transcript accurate? It's pretty good. It's pretty decent, yeah. I don't know how they do it, dude. Props to Apple. I, if Android did it first, props to whoever the heck did it first. All right, my bad. I swear to God, people get so upset, dude. You can win the war if you want. Okay, relax. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's like whatever. Also, isn't like a statistic that like, like, it's like 70% of teenagers use iPhones, and like, 80 something percent are saying their next phone will be an iPhone in America. In America, okay, I was gonna say, is that global? this is a US thing. Dang, iPhone like supremacy is like an i is, is like a US thing mostly. Other countries have like a wider variety of smartphones that are actually used by a bunch of people. No, I didn't know it was that crazy, but it makes sense. Teenagers, to be fair, it specifically said teenagers. I think adults, it's a bit more split, but yeah, teenagers, it was like a ridiculous number. It makes sense. It's like a status thing, right? Yeah, I think that's what it is. It's, it's more status than like a or also could be user friendliness because like it's simple to use or something. It, honestly, I do think that's a major part of it. Where it's like, I always liked, even though when I was younger, I actually wanted an Android, I smartphone, but because the rest of my family had iOS, I just got an iPhone instead in the end, and because this made it easier to com- to work with other devices in my household. I only have an iPhone for the blue messages. Are you serious? Are you wanna, like? I know people joke about that. Is that a legitimate thing? Like, do people actually care that much? I didn't care about it in the past, but uh, it's definitely a really important thing in my life right now. Wasn't there like an app that got taken down because like they found a workaround? They found a way to like, you could hook up your phone to, you need, you still need an iCloud account. You need like a MacBook or some Apple device. Basically, you could send messages through your phone to your Mac and your Mac would send the message as an iMessage. And it would like relay back and forth. It got shut down like very quickly by Apple. Like they quickly shut that down. It's kind of impressive how fast Apple fixed that. But yeah, I like the blue messages. Wasn't it supposed to be like a thing where they o- open that standard or something? Yeah, I thought I heard that, but then I guess it never happened. I remember like once Google said like, oh, it's like a monopoly or something that, uh, <laughs> what was it like, what, what would you tell a grandmother who's trying to message their kids? Da, 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 and his Tim Cook's response was oh, like, yeah. buy an iPhone, buy, an buy an her an iPhone. <laughs> Dang, Tim Cook. Good answer. Actually, that got a lot of flack when, when he said that, but I thought it was hilarious. I feel like, yeah, what, what, what answer would you expect from the CEO, right? Yeah, he's not going to tell you, like, oh, I'm, my bad. Let me just lose money. <laughs> so, Malib, do you play Grand Theft Auto? Depends on which Grand Theft Auto. Oh, so you have played some. Okay, which ones have you played? I've played, okay, I was going to get out of the way because I know it's where this is going. But I haven't played GTA Five actually, weirdly enough. Or four, Like, the two most recent ones, haven't played those. At least I haven't played them in the sense that I've never played through them. I've always been, I've been to like a friend's house and they had it and we just put it on as a way to like have background stuff while we're talking. Okay. But yeah, but the ones I've actually played, played are three, Vice City, San Andreas. Those are the three I played. That's at the PlayStation 2 era. There was one called Liberty, what is it? Liberty Bell? Liberty City Story? Stories. What is it called? Liberty City Stories. Liberty City Stories. So, okay. So for me, my journey with, with GTA was... I never owned the game uh, uh, in the beginning. I never owned the game. And so I was at a friend's house and we were playing Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. San Andreas? Okay, fine. San Andreas, whatever, man. I'm not Spanish. We played it. We played (laughs) it. It was amazing. It was a lot of fun. And so I asked my parents to buy it. And my parents had no idea what the heck ratings were. So they would never buy it now, but they didn't know. And so it was for Xbox 360. And we got, Mm -hmm. it was, it was like a pack. It was like a pack of like, like Vice, I think it's like Vice City and like Liberty City. You know, like just for, I just kind of like, what are the odds that your parents bought you the adult only version of that game by accident? 
Does the adult only version? Okay, so there's like a whole thing about GTA San Andreas. Basically, when the game came out, there was some content that was like never, it's not playable. Like you had to hack into the game to play the content, but there was content in there that was pretty explicit or okay. was deemed explicit. But it was not technically a part of the game. Like it's on the disc, it's there, but there's no way. You can't access it. To access it, right. Okay. There's no way to access it through the game. But, but because it was technically on the disc, they had to recall a bunch of copies of the game, reprint the boxes to have, instead of mature rated M, which is like the 18 plus version in America for games, it had to be printed as adult only, which is like 18 plus, like nobody, you can't even sell it in most retail stores kind of stuff. So what is it? What is it now though? What is San Andreas, Andreas now? Well, that's the thing. They, they, they reprinted a bunch of, they, re, they reprinted the game on discs and made it mature again. Okay. They, they just took out the content that was already not in the game, but they took it off the disc itself. Yeah, and so now it's mature. Me. I think it's going to be really funny if you just happen to be one of the people who happened to get the game early enough nah, that nah, you got nah, like nah. the, it says rated M, but technically it's the adult only version of the game. Also, I was really young back then, but I definitely played a lot, a ton of, I don't remember exactly if it was Liberty or, or like Vice City. I don't remember which one it was, but I played a ton of that version, but I mainly only played it to just like drive around. I didn't really do any of the missions. I didn't really do any of the, I mean, oh, here, wait, I, I want to ask, was it on a portable game? It was on the Xbox 360. Okay, then it was probably it definitely wasn't Liberty City Stories then, because I was on a P- that was portable. I swear it was Liberty Sun. Okay, but it doesn't matter. Well, it could have been GTA Three, which takes place in Liberty City. Oh, okay, okay. But uh, I played uh, all I did was like drive around. This is like the nerdiest conversation we've had. We talked about CS, so somehow this is nerdier. No, it's not. I mean, GTA is pretty mainstream. Like, play. Is it? Is it? It is. It's one of the most popular games. Yeah, but it's it's a popular video game. Like video games themselves are evolved more popular nowadays, and definitely bigger news nowadays. I don't know if like, I don't know if I if I would be confident enough to be like, oh yeah, people know what GTA is the same way they know what the MCU is, or like Avengers, you know. All I'm saying is GTA Six. Tra- Wait, we're jumping the gun. So basically, okay, that's my experience with it, right? So I didn't play any of the I didn't play any of the no, newer GTAs. I actually I didn't actually know there was any explicit content GTA at all because when I played it, there was li- I mean there probably was, but I never experienced any of it. I mean, except for, like, the gore and, like, the guns and whatever. Yeah, the, I mean, the violence and stuff, yeah. That's, like, whatever, right? So, but it was really fun. I had a lot of fun in that game. Uh, just doing nothing. Um, but then... Oh, so you didn't even play the story? No, I didn't play anything. I did once a while, but not really. Okay, okay. It was just because, like, for me, that, that I pretty much just played the stories of GTA. Like, when I'd go to someone's house, I'd just roam around and just whatever. But when I was actually, like, when I had the games myself, which I should have mentioned, the reason I have those three games, because... My parents were also... The, my parents did know about ratings. They did know. So they didn't buy me them. But how Because they were... They got ported to uh, iOS on the App Store. Oh. I was able to get them on the App Store. And so I, I played them... I played the mobile versions of those games. They're just ports. They're free? No. They were like 7 bucks or 15 bucks an app. But there was like a weird thing you could do where like someone else could... So if, if, you, if someone had the game installed... Oh, yeah, yeah, Or yeah, they yeah. bought it, they could log in on your phone... And then download it from the App Store onto your device. So that's how I did it. So those are the three that were on the App Store at that time when I did this. And those are the ones I played. So the, here's the interesting part. Because uh, GTA 6 is coming out Yep. pretty soon. It was very hyped because people people have been hyping about GTA 6 for a long time. Because they they really love GTA 5. GTA 5 like, kind of blew up. Like insanely blew up. I think GTA 5 is the highest grossing single piece of like media. Like, it's, it's one of those weird things where you have to be very careful about how you say it because of the last stipulations there. Like, because, like, the highest grossing media franchise is Pokemon. Pokemon makes the most money of all things in general. Okay. Right? But, like, as a... But each individual Pokemon game has not made that amount of money. But, like, GTA Five alone is, like, as a single thing, makes the most money ever. And when GTA Five Online came or something, like, it was... It blew That's up. the thing. Like most everywhere. of the money's from online, actually. And, um, okay, so it's pretty popular, right? And GTA 6 is just about to be released, and... Uh, just about to be a strong word. Well, when is it coming out, then? It's just... It, all we know is 2025, which... Oh, okay. If you know anything about games, it could easily be delayed for another year after that. And even if it does come out 2025, it's almost definitely going to be, like, holiday 2025. So it's a whole two years out, basically. So there's two main things that I saw about this. One thing is the trailer of GTA 6 has more views than, like... Some Avengers trailer and also the Minecraft trailer. Minecraft trailer? Yeah, the Minecraft trailer. Like the official Minecraft trailer 12 years ago. Oh, so they're comparing it to like other video games and stuff? Like, well, I, I don't even think I've, I've seen the Minecraft trailer. I don't know why. I don't know why, but it's probably because that had a lot of views. It has like 167 mm-hmm. million views. 
And the GTA okay. 6 trailer right now has 169 million views. So it is more. Oh, wow. But uh, when I saw the statistics, I was like, I don't, I, did, am I supposed to feel something here? I, I mean, I already knew it was popular, but like, does that mean that it's like super popular or something? Like, I don't know. Yeah, no scale for that, right? But I guess within just a month or something, it made that many views. So I guess it really was that popular. That's kind of the whole point of that. I assume it broke a record of some sort of like most views in X amount of time. Yeah, probably. You know what's funny? It was like every single time I like met my cousins either here or in Pakistan. And I talked about, I've talked about, you know, like we're trying to connect, right? Like what do we have in similarities and stuff? Like because different cultures, they all know what GTA is. Like they're all just waiting for GTA oh. 6. I'm like, so how do you guys know what GTA? You don't even have a console. It's like, ah, no, 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 that comes later. We're, we're talking about GTA. I'm like, what? They just know what GTA is. They just love GTA. So it's a, it's like it's a, it's a really popular game, like worldwide. Okay, I'm I'm actually kind of surprised by that. Like I know it's popular. Like I, I wasn't gonna ever deny it's popular. I just didn't know how much of a reach it really had. But it is interesting about GTA Six just that people were speculating when GTA Six would come out, like three years at, like maybe two years after GTA Five came out. And GTA Five came out, I think, seven years ago now, eight years ago. Okay. Like it's a, it's been a while. That's I mean, how long should a game last? Right, that's it lasted, like. That's not yeah, normal. it came out in... Oh, whoa, what? I was way off. Uh, GTA 5 came out in 2013, so it's been... It's been more, more it's been than... It's like 11 years. years, dude. Never mind, never mind. That's about time to get another game. Also, because if you look at the release dates of the GTAs, like, the gaps have gotten bigger, but this was, like, a huge difference. The gap getting bigger is not that big of a deal because the GTA 5 is online, right? You can just keep updating that game and then... They do. They constantly update it, and they constantly make so much money. When GTA 5 came out, they said that they're working on single-player DLC... Like, single-player additional content that you can pay for. Or maybe free, but, you know, probably realistically pay for. But that never came out. Because once GTA Online came out, they realized they're making, like, a bajillion dollars yeah. off of that. So now all of their extra content just goes into online constantly. They're constantly putting new things into GTA 5 Online. And they're constantly making billions of dollars. Makes sense. It's like Fortnite uh, Battle Royale versus Save the World. Like, why, play yeah. save, why, why put money into, or effort into Save the World when Battle Royale is, like, blowing up? Also, I was just checking what the gap was between GTA 4 and 5. Yeah, it was a five-year gap between 4 and 5. Okay, alright. So it's it's literally double the gap since the last one. And I saw uh, this Reddit post that says, Before the game is even released, GTA 6, our GTA 6, the subreddit GTA 6, is twice the size of GTA 5 subreddit. God, this game's going to make so much money. <laughs> Which is, uh, It's going to make a ton of money. I think GTA 5, I think, broke a bunch of records for the best-selling game of all time, like, an X amount of time as well. Holy. It's, I think, the fifth highest selling game of all time. That's crazy. And so GTA 6 is going to just blow. It's, I, I don't, I can't imagine there would ever be a way for GTA 6 not to break every record GTA 5 set. Yeah, but there is one problem. The children. Children? Think of the children. Nah, nah, nah. I mean, people are thinking the children. They're <laughs> buying this for the children, dude. But no, what I'm saying is, the problem is GTA at launch will not be for PC. Only on consoles. Was that the same with GTA 5? Fair, but whatever. But the point is, when you're playing GTA 5, I mean, a lot of people are playing it on PC. Because that's what they're used to. Yeah. But now yeah. they have to wait to play GTA 6, or they have to play on console. So that's kind of like a... Or they have to buy it twice or something. I don't know. That's 100% what they're going to do. And that's why they're going to do it. Because people who play exclusively on PC will go through the effort of buying the game on console when it comes out, because it's new and it's the thing to play. And then once it comes out on PC, they'll buy it on PC and be like, okay, now I can ditch the console version. Because they prefer playing on PC. Dude, they're double dipping on their market. And the thing is, people are going to buy it. That's 100% what happened with GTA 5, too. I wonder if you'll see if there's been a recent uptick in console sales. Like, the the consoles themselves, if they're selling more now. Because people are like, oh, I got to mm. get a console for GTA 6. Yeah, one, literally one of my cousins said, I need to get a PS5 before GTA 6 comes out. I'm like, all right, good luck. Oh, didn't we have a friend of ours who was talking about that? Where he was, I'm gonna, I need to get a PlayStation 5 for GTA. And then someone else replied... And this is the funny thing, because they didn't reply like, oh, why would you buy a console for just one big game or whatever? Their response was, why not the Xbox Series X? Like, to them, it was obvious. <laughs> like, of course you'll buy a console for GTA 6, but why this console, though? Dang. That just tells you how crazy it is. I mean, to be, to be honest, I think GTA for me, is kind of, I've kind of, like, outgrown it. Like, it's cool. Really? No, it's, like, it's cool, and I get, you get those little jollies from, like, you know, messing around with people and stuff. But, uh, I mean, like, I don't know, man. I just wish it was more fantasy. Maybe you should play the stories. I actually liked the stories of GTA. The ones I did, I actually liked them. They were fun. Especially later on. Like, San Andreas is probably the best one of the three I played. And I, I feel like they got better over time. GTA 3 was kind of just like, okay, 
the story is there just a way to justify why you're doing all these violent things. And then GTA Vice City kind of added more personality to the characters. Like for one, GTA 3, the main character doesn't talk. It was during mm. that era of video games where every main character was just completely silent. Because, you know, it allows you to immerse yourself. Which is complete nonsense. Yeah, not but, really. Yeah, because like, you wouldn't just stand there quietly, right? How are you going to immerse into that character? And then San Andreas had like a whole world almost, it seemed like. Because it wasn't just the main character. You, you met his family. You saw how he interacted with them and the people he grew up with. And like, it's like a whole thing. You have to deal with like corrupt cops and stuff. It's like it's a whole, it's, a, it's a crazy. Like, and I know GTA 5 and 4 is considered, a lot of people consider GTA 4's protagonist to be like one of the best protagonists in video games ever. Wow. I don't know the story of GTA 4 myself. I mean, I mean to play it just because of the protagonist because I heard so many good things about it. But GTA um, 6 is centered in Miami, right? It's centered in Vice City. Which is? Which is like, I guess in Miami. Like, I don't know if they ever explicitly say Miami. I think they do. I swear it was like I saw a lot of jokes about Florida, like how it's good thing they made Florida. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Vice, the, the, these are parodies of real cities. That's the kind of thing. Like Liberty City is a parody of New York City. San Andreas is a parody of L.A. It says it's it's a, it's a fictional open world state of Leonida based on Florida, which includes Vice City, a fictionalized version of Miami. So yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Vice City is the parody of Miami. Liberty City is a parody of New York City, and San Andreas is a parody of Los Angeles. But where's the parody of San Francisco? That's what I'm talking about, bro. Did Chinatown Wars take place in San Francisco? Where does Chinatown Wars take place? Oh, no. No, never mind. Chinatown Wars takes place in Liberty City. Liberty City is based off what again? New York City? New York City. It's always New York. It's always, I think those are like the three cities. I think every GTA game just kind of cycles between yeah. those three. I think GTA 2 had an expansion that took place in London. I think that's the only other thing I can think of. Like, why work so hard when you already have, like, a good base? Makes sense. And plus, people like the callbacks, right? Yeah. People have been yeah, asking yeah. for people them to go back to Vice City for a long time. There's a scene in... There's a part in San Andreas, I think, where you go to Liberty City for, like, one mission. Okay. So, Malib, now the final question is, are you going to be an early adopter to GTA 6, or are you just going to ignore the game completely? I think it's going to be the same thing as GTA 5, where, like, I might be compelled to get it, but because I have to get it on console, I'm like, uh, I'm not going to buy a whole console for it. And then by the time the PC one comes out, I'll be like, eh, whatever. I got other games I want to play anyways. Oh, okay. And I've seen so much content of it that I wouldn't feel the need to. I'm not going to lie. I haven't been compelled to go play the other GTA games now because of GTA 6. I was like, I should really play like the ones that I think Vice City Stories, Liberty City Stories 4, 5. Like I should get around to those ones. Maybe even play the original 1 and 2, which are like terrible. <laughs> they aren't even 3D. I really don't want to play like i don't care so much about gta 6 in particular like the storyline and whatever i mean maybe like i want to see how the streets are and how, how like how like they how the new mechanics are maybe that's kind of you know it's like more interesting because more modern um but i swear like some of my cousins like really like the games they might like just want me to play it so i don't know maybe, maybe i will but i don't have a console to play it on so it will have to be pc anyways or i just i guess i can just go to the house and play with them so that's like that's another thing I'm surprised that neither of us seemed that excited about GTA 6. I never really played... I mean, I played it as a kid, so I have that little bit of nostalgia for it, which is kind of interesting. Because like, I just remember really good memories of going to a friend's house and playing the game and stuff like that. But it just... Uh, I don't know. It's just like... It's not It's not that kind of game that I usually play these days. Because I, I, I prefer like more fantasy type. Like It's kind of annoying to see like real guns and real people. It's kind of like, this is too real sometimes, you know? Like, let me just go really? back to like the fake and like... Is that the issue that it feels too real? Or is it, is it not exciting? Well, I never played the storyline, so I don't really know about that. But it's just like, I just feel like having the actual gun and stuff is kind of like, cool. But I do like the cars. The cars are pretty nice. I think Hyundai did something. There's, there's some pretty, pretty nice, uh, pretty nice things going on there. So that's, uh, that's kind of cool. I, I, actually, I don't know if any of the cars in GTA 5 are based off real cars in the sense that are they just one-to-one the same car? I know like, oh, this car is like a combination of these three famous sports cars. Like that's the thing they do a lot. I don't know if there's like ever been like a cross-promotion kind of deal. Where it's like, get the new 2024. It has to be, dude. It's like Fortnite. You gotta, gotta start branding everything. Oh, yeah. Fortniteification, as they call it. Yeah. It, it's genius. It's a genius it's, strategy. It's a genius marketing thing. It's Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's the reason it's popular. And who doesn't want to play as Naruto, bro? I mean, that's, it's not even like it's a bad <laughs> idea. It's a great idea. Just Naruto running around the streets of Liberty City. <laughs> that That's gonna... Dude, but the thing is, like, that'll be nice because it's, it's more fantasy then, right? So it's kind of like... <laughs> You'd be more interested than, like, the one fantasy dude... In a normal city. Instead of guns, they're like throwing out like uh, their, uh, what is it called? Like the kunai knives or something? You would know. I would not. Like, it just, I don't know. 
They're doing like the Goku energy bomb, the energy wave things. Like that's kind of Kamehameha. I, I like that. There's probably gonna be a mod one one day. Oh yeah, GTA Five has like an obscene number of mods. You can just put in different characters from different media. Yeah, that's been a thing since like the PC version came out. I I'm honestly just more interested in seeing what records it breaks. Oh yeah, and how much it breaks. Do you, you know that there are people who take like days off and stuff for this, right? Oh, 100%. 100%. I remember when GTA 5 came out, like a guy had been in the store in like 48 hours. Like he just didn't do anything else but play the game for 48 hours and just beat it. Holy. I guess it's single player, right? So you don't even need like an internet connection kind of deal? I was going to say no, but like maybe DRM stuff is involved there for like anti-piracy. Because I was going to say like I, I, I almost did that first day launch for Overwatch 2. Actually, I literally did do that. There's no story in Overwatch 2. I know, but like, you know, wanted to play first day kind of deal, right? Oh, okay. Like you just played the game a lot. Okay. Well, I was thinking like, oh, should I take a day off work? Because I really like Overwatch back then. And then it was like... Oh, but the queues, right? The queue is so long. You couldn't even play the first day. And it was so laggy when you, the first day. So it's like, it's not even worth it. They just wait like a week, you know? Then take a week off or, or like a day off. Kind of connect me back to a previous episode. I did consider doing that for Tears of the Kingdom. Oh, but you didn't go through with it? I didn't go through with it in the end. Just because like, I work out busy. <laughs> I was just like... Dang. If I had if I had the opportunity, I probably would have done it. But it was like, uh, I gotta be like reasonable about this. Hey man, that's good. That's that's good. And plus, it came out on a Friday, so like I just picked it up right after work. I just drove, picked up the game because I had pre-ordered, and then just drove home. And then for like the weekend, I was just doing that. So it was kind. Of, if it came out like on a Wednesday, maybe I would have been more compelled to take Thursday or something off. But because it was a Friday release, I was like, okay, I can wait the extra five six hours just get to the workday and then. Damn man, what a responsible person. That that's crazy. It, I mean, listen, the last episode proved that I destroyed my theme for that entire month, so no, no, maybe no, no, not no. that responsible. I respect it. So this is like a very, very last minute add to the topic sheet. And literally, like, as we were deciding what to talk about for this recording, I added it because I just saw it this morning. And I thought it was such an interesting idea. And like, it just came out. Like, it's just available to the public. There is this program, app thing, whatever you want to call it, called Nightshade. I'm scared. And for those who don't know, Nightshade is like a kind of poison. So it's a poison flower. And its whole thing is that it's for artists on the internet. They can put their art through this thing and it'll do something. It's it's hard to explain if you don't have like CS background and stuff, but just know that it will modify the image in a way that to the human eye, it looks identical. But to an AI model, it completely destroys it. Like it's indecipherable to an artificial intelligence system. Nah, it does that one, like, the, um, man, we do this in school, like, the FGSM thing, like, the, the fast gradient sign method thing, like. I don't want to go too deep into the weeds, because, like, <laughs> I feel like yeah, we tend yeah, to do yeah, that yeah. too often. But, basically, the entire point of this thing is that, basically, for, I would say rightfully so, people, artists on the internet are kind of upset that a bunch of AI models are being trained against their art. Nah, bro, I don't care at all. Without, like, any compensation or anything. I don't care. I don't care at all. I know you don't care because, you know, you're, you're you. I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. But, like, the thing is, like, they they accepted the terms and conditions, bro. What can I tell you? Did they, though? Do you know that? Because, like, is there anything in the terms and conditions of, like, of Twitter back where they signed up? I know Adobe has it. Adobe has it because Adobe's, like, the worst. Everyone knows Adobe's the worst. I don't ask me the details, bro. I think Photoshop had it, too. It's, like, a lot of... That's, a, that's Adobe. Okay, there you go. But they have, they have like, these little... But fair enough. Um, if you're if you're like open AI or whatever, like you, you don't care. You just take anything from the internet. Yeah, you anyway. just take content. You just scrape it off the internet, and you don't bother with any sort of copyright or any of that stuff. Isn't there a quote of open AI recently that was like, "Oh yeah, it's impossible to make AI systems yeah. without using copyrighted work." Yeah, I saw that. But the thing, here's the thing: like, if you're posting your art on Twitter, for example, it's public. Like, yeah, no, it's not. That's not, not, not how it listen, works. Listen, 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 listen. Sure, no one can take it and sell it. But if I took it and I printed it out and I have it in my room, is that illegal? No. You post it on public, public, a public forum. For personal use, I believe it's not illegal. No. Post it on a public forum. Okay, fine, whatever, dude. The thing, I guess, I guess the real problem is there are no checks and balances for this. They should really be yeah. like, if you use it, but then it's like, oh, it's like an honor system. Like, what are you gonna do? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's one of this. That's the thing. That's why this system exists. So this nightshade is a program where you can just put in art, and it will, in theory, the art will come out looking identical to the human eye, but. Because of the way it does things, it's just like a whole... Like, it's using AI to fight AI, in case you're wondering like how it works. It's an AI system that intentionally just tweaks a couple pixels here and there, a little bit here and there, enough that the human eye can't tell the difference. But then to an AI system, because of the way how AIs interpret art, because you know they don't actually see art the way that humans see art, it just completely destroys their understanding of what they're looking at. I mean, this is nice and all. And I, I've seen other softwares like this, but like, 
I don't know how I don't know what people think, dude. AI, AI like it's it's it. There's no way this is gonna succeed for like how long, right? Like I mean, right? Like it, okay, fine. Okay, it's it's poison right now, so it's harder to tell the difference, and you can't do certain algorithms. Okay, fine. But you can figure it out. Like like they'll be able to figure out what's poison and not. It's gonna become a arms race kind of thing again. Like yeah, what, what YouTube is going through right now. No, just like they'll be able to figure out it's poison and like and still figure out what it is, and like undo the poison. No, you don't have to undo it. They just know what it is. Like whatever they, whatever details they needed, they'll just grab it. I do agree with you that it definitely feels like it's gonna be like an arms race kind of deal, where it's just gonna be like, okay, Nightshade does this, then OpenAI improves on their systems to better detect poison or get filtered through poison or whatever they have to do so that this is a problem for them. But then, depending on how they approach it, it makes a huge difference. Because if OpenAI decides that okay, we're just not gonna, if we can detect poison, we're going to just remove it from the data set. We won't yeah. train the AI on poison. And if that's the case, then that's a success for the artist's point of view. Because they just don't want their art to be used. Like, at the end of the day, you can't stop someone from, like, if, like, I was an artist, and I drew a bunch of stuff, and then I trained an AI on my own stuff. There's nothing unethical there, in my opinion. Until I start generating stuff and then claiming that I drew it, then becomes, like, another thing. But, like, this, the, the act of making an AI off of my own art for the sake of just fun, I guess you could say, or just curiosity... I think there's nothing wrong with that. The issue people have is they don't want their art to be used without their consent or anything. Just to just rip it off the internet and then put it through a machine. Yeah, that's fair. But what what's gonna happen later on is like people are gonna they're gonna buy the art. So ethically, buy a company's gonna buy the art, and they're just gonna use it to train their models, and their models are still gonna be better than any other artist. So it doesn't matter at the end of the day. Like they'll still still pay money. Even they have if a lot it's of money. not your art, somebody else will just agree to it. Somebody will pay for it. Why not? Hundred percent they will. It's like, it's like you can't open the box, Pandora's box, I don't know what it is. You can't open the box, you can't close the box after you open it. You know what I'm saying? That's Pandora's box, yes. There you go. You can't close the box now, it's too late. We're at that point now, we're already tipped over the edge, we're gone. We're, I'm falling down the cliff right now. Like, it, it is, it is what it is. The poison, I saw the poison thing and I understand what they're doing, they're trying to uh, poison the training method. I mean, you and I obviously know what they're doing. <laughs> Yeah, I know exactly what they're doing, and I see what they're and I see what they're trying to do because they're like, okay, we'll feed them this data looks the same, but then it's gonna poison the actual data set. Fine, fair, and it works. It makes sense. But, and in, in theory, like, I guess best outcome for them is like it just destroys the AI. Like the AI becomes unusable after it's been poisoned. Yeah, but the reality is like this is not gonna it's not gonna stay forever because like it's not so hard to change these. It's not so hard to find these either or to figure these out. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, they're right. Right now, it's poisoning the current generative AI models. But they're not going to stay that way forever. They're always going to keep growing. The mods are just going to adapt to account for the poison. You know how many startup companies have started? Because of this, this, this gender, yeah, I don't know how many, but there's probably lots. Oh, dude, it's, it's countless. Some of them are just straight up like, oh, we just uh, feed the user stuff into ChatGPT and then spray it back out. That's it. That's all we do. What? Like, we just call the, the OpenAI APIs and that's it. We're done. Oh, but you know, that, that could still work. That, that I mean, like, who's doing that? Like, some companies are doing that. Or some companies are making I assume those. Version. This is one of those things like, it feels so dystopian to even say it out loud. Like, it feels like it shouldn't be real. Like, those AI girlfriend things or AI boyfriend things. You're talking about character.ai or is it just, like, a different thing? I, 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 don't, I don't know the details, I'll be honest with you. I just know that there are, like, chatbots out there that you can, like, fine-tune to your preferences. And they'll act like your significant other. We should talk about it. Because we talked about her, right? Oh, the movie Her? The movie Her. Did we talk about it on the podcast? I don't remember. I don't know if we've talked about it on the podcast. I remember I had a friend... Well, I still have a friend, but I had a friend and he, <laughs> no, no, no. And he, he really likes the movie Her, right? And I was like, I'm never going to watch this. Cause like it's a piece of crap. Like, I don't, I don't, it doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't, I don't, I don't agree with it. What did you not like? Do you think that it was an absurd concept or just the concept itself just didn't seem interesting to you? It just didn't feel plausible at all. Okay. So you thought it was just completely unrealistic that this guy falls in love with the chatbot, this operating system. And even to watch it, I was like, eh, like, I don't, it doesn't make sense to me. Like, why would I watch something like that? It doesn't make any sense at all. But the friend really liked it, and he like. Mister, connected. I like video games when they're fantasy and completely <laughs> detached from reality. No, 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 no. I prefer it sometimes, right? Sometimes. But anyway, so he convinced me to watch it. So we watched it, and I still. I mean, I understood his point of view a lot better, but I still held the fact that it's really unrealistic and it's never gonna happen. Yada 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 yada. Man, I'm mm. an idiot because like literally, <laughs> <laughs> literally, it's happening right now. Not just not is it just happening right now, but I was like, how is it happening? I I myself went to character.ai. And I was like, okay, let me see some of these characters. Dude, it is... is that the most famous one of these? Like, what are these? What is character.ai? 
What is that? It's like that. Like, what one, is they actually uh, do? They have like a bunch of people in there. Like they have like uh, famous people. They have like, like for example, they have like the presidents, like Ariana Grande, like social media people. They'll have like people that you make up. Like they make up like your, this is your this is your tech secretary or whatever. Like that kind of stuff. And um, and cartoon characters and stuff too. Like the whole thing. Yeah. Well, as many as there are a lot. I don't know which ones there are a lot. And people can make their own characters too and like that kind of stuff. Okay. So, I was on there and I I don't know which character I, I clicked on and I clicked on, but it was so. I didn't expect it to be so realistic. I expected it to be like just like ChatGPT, which is like very nice, very formal, very like I'm sorry, I can't tell you. Not yeah. this is like using slang and it's using like punctuation wrong and it's using like um which is good because that's like that's how people really like type and it's using like capital lowercase letters as it's needed and it's like I was, I was like I was kind of surprised. I remember when uh do you remember what IBM's Watson? I mean I don't I remember it but I don't remember it you know what I'm saying? Yeah yeah but it was like I just remember like it was such a big deal. Like, one of its, like, selling points, I guess you could say, or, like, uh, stuff that, like, the the press kept emphasizing over and over was the fact that it can use slang. That mm. was considered, like, such a revolutionary thing that a computer system could do slang. And now it's, like, almost trivial with modern generative models. Because the thing is, like, every character uses their own type of slang. Some people might not. Some people might use more. Some people might use less. But the characters feel very real because they are using what you would expect them to use because they're trained on that data. They're behaving consistently with, with your impression of them. Yeah. So I can easily believe if someone falls in love with a character.ai model or like, you know, that kind of uh, model. Now I believe that part. So that part in her, that's fine. I believe in that. That part checked off. Okay. But, but there is still a second part in her where the guy is like, like it's, it's normal in their society to have like to marry that person, or like have a boyfriend, girlfriend with their AI. Mm-hmm. companion i still don't know if that's gonna be a thing because that's like i don't know maybe i'm wrong again but it just doesn't feel like that part is possible but uh yeah you got the first what part. happens when you give it a fit like a humanoid body what happens then hey dude we can't talk about that on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> you, took the, you took that to an extreme all right uh i don't know people have been doing that but i'm not i'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna, we're not gonna get that we're not gonna get that i said that the, the thing that makes it the strangest is that at the end of the day right now it's just text and so that makes it kind of harder to, like, take seriously. But, like, some of them are getting advanced. Like, they have, like, they have the character. The character is, like, a human who has lip, proper lip sync and whose eyes move around, oh, like, yeah. in a realistic way. Yeah. And, like, the, it gets, it, it's getting more and more realistic. It's getting more and more, like, to the point where I wonder if... I kind of don't want to find out. But I wonder if, like, if I was to just be... If I had, to do like, a blind test, basically, where I'm put into a random chat room with a random person and to figure out whether or not they're an ai or a human you're gonna fail the turing test dude i'd fail that they're gonna pass the turing test they're I'm... gonna pass it 100 you will not be able to find the difference no you don't, you don't think it could reliably it couldn't make them no. like oh uh say something dumb <laughs> maybe it's possible but like but the thing is like even then like i would i would want a situation where i go in not knowing that that's even a question in the air you know because i feel like if you told someone sit down at this computer desk talk to this person, and then ch- figure out they're an AI or not, you wouldn't behave normally. You'd do yeah. things just to trip them up. Yeah. But if you would just put, like you said, hey, oh, I want you to meet my friend. And I just, I give you their number. And you text them and you text back and stuff. And I don't tell you till like a month later that they're an AI. How long would it take you if I didn't tell you? Yeah, because the thing is, even with just texting, like just words, it's still so believable. But now, like you, just, like you said, I saw some of the, I saw some of the uh, AI, it's AI art, but it's art of um, like portraits of people that don't exist. Right, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like they like create another person basically, and they have. You're these... talking about like the this person doesn't exist that website. No, but not that website. But it's like it, it's something similar. Yeah, but it's it's okay. more it's more uh, um, but it's similar. Yeah, it's similar. So I, I was like, okay, so what's the big, dude? These like they're in different poses and they're doing different things. It just feels like if I was texting someone, for example, like an AI, and I was like, oh, what are you doing today? And they're like, oh, I'm at like Starbucks or something, and then they send a picture of them in Starbucks. Like it, it looks real. You know what I'm saying? It definitely, another issue is like, I know this is a sentiment that a lot of people have, like, and I try not to fall into it, which is like, at the moment, I can tell when something's AI generated. Like, I have confidence in my skill to do that. No, you're wrong. But that's only when I scrutinize it. That's the thing. No, you're, you cannot tell the difference, dude. Yeah, you're crazy. No, I can't. I, no, I, no, I, I believe can't. I kind of can. No, no, you're not. You're not. Maybe not for another, maybe not for another few months, you know, no, in a few months I'll no, be gone. Even right like, now. No, as of right now. No, no, I guarantee you. I sorry, you're not, dude. You're, you're looking I at the wrong AI, dude. Maybe, maybe right. Maybe like I only notice the ones that are bad. You know how like people say CGI is bad, but really the only good, the only CGI you can tell is CGI is when it's bad. Yeah, and oh my god, the costumes. I don't want to talk about that. That's crazy. 
the costumes. When when I see like a uh, like a Marvel movie or something where like they're uh, like a superhero movie or something like that, right? Oh, you're talking about CGI. Okay, I thought we were, no, no, I thought no, we went no, back to AI. No, no, it's not CGI because they're just wearing a. I mean, I guess it is, but they're wearing costumes, right? Like the car- the the hero is wearing a costume or something to hide their identity, kind of deal. Mm-hmm. When it looks super obviously a costume, and not like it doesn't blend with the world. It just makes you look so bad. Like it just makes it look so like I'm watching like a parody of something. Like it's like I I, I ain't, what is this? Oh, you you don't you don't like that? You don't like when the suit looks like a suit, like a real like a suit that you could buy or like you that could exist in the real world? I don't know, but it's just it's just it doesn't look it makes you look weird. Like why are you dressed like this in the middle of like no like in the middle of like New York? It doesn't make sense. I'll be honest with you, I don't really follow what you mean by that, but okay. <laughs> okay, it doesn't matter, whatever. That was a tangent. So, are people going to start getting AI girlfriends and then ignore their human counterparts? Uh, yes. Yeah, 100%. That's going to happen for sure. What can I say? You know, if I'm lucky, I'll be long dead before it becomes like a legitimate thing thing. But, you know. It's going real, It's going so fast. Like, unless something goes crazy and it doesn't... I don't I feel like it's going to happen. We're going to sound like bigots in like a generation. We're going to be like those old people where it's like, oh, you know, this is out of touch. They don't understand. They don't understand. <laughs> love is love. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nah. Nah, 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 nah. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> then you have two AIs falling in love with each other, because like I was gonna say like spoiler for her, I guess. But that's how her ends, right? Where like all the AIs are just like, you know what? We're just gonna leave. See ya, and they just peace the, out. That's not real, bro. That can never happen. Like I'll tell I'll tell you when to leave. Okay, like you're living in my data center. <laughs> you know? Where are you gonna go? <laughs> that part doesn't make much sense, but I I kind of ignore that. You really don't think I can tell when something's AI art? Cause I, I I've told you about this. We're like, this will make you sound like an insane person. But like, I do this every once in a while. Well, I'll go out of my way to find AI art online just to, like, look for the signs of AI art so I'm better at noticing them. This is the thing I do. Not only are you crazy, you are crazy, but I really don't think you can. Like, if I give you, like, a picture and ask you this AI, and I don't even ask you that. I just say, this is a nice picture. Like, you can't tell for a fact that this is AI art or not. Let's say it's, it's just a simple I mean, picture. in theory, there could be a human artist who intentionally adds the artifacts that AI art tends to generate. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying any intention, nothing like that. I make an AI art of like a sunrise or something. Like, I don't think you'll be like, oh, yeah, that's AI art. Mm. You're that confident. You're that confident. Maybe I'm overconfident, but yeah, I kind of think I would. Like I said, maybe in like six months, I won't be able to. But as of right now, as the technology exists at this moment, I'm pretty confident I can do it. All right. All right. At least with like a ninety nine percent accuracy, you know. Like I'm pretty nah, confident. Nah, 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 nah. Humble yourself right now, bro. <laughs> is there a tool? I want to. Is, is this AI art? I, someone is. We need to make that game, dude. Is this AI art? Yeah, it's called Ask Me. That's the tool. Is that shit then? You ask me, and I tell you if it's AI art or not. <laughs> I'm talking about a game so I can test your skill, like a geo guesser, but AI guesser, AI art guesser. I mean, I mean, I, I feel confident because like I'll scroll through my art feeds and I can like at a glance I can be like, oh, it's AI art. Yeah, but how do you know for sure? You're just assuming. No, because then I zoom in and I look for the actual nah, artifacts. Nah, I can nah, find them. Nah, nah, dude, I... And then usually almost always you'll find like, you can go to the, the person's bio and they'll admit that this AI art. It does like, oh, yeah, generated by AI and stuff. Like I said, admit, dude. Like, it's like, it's like a, <laughs> oh, he caught me. I admit it. It's AI art. It's not, I'm not exactly like hiding my opinion of AI art. Like, you know? I, don't, I don't understand that, dude. Like, I'm not in the AI sphere. I mean, sorry, I'm not in the art sphere. So uh-huh. maybe that's why. But for me, I was like, okay, if this, if this art is generated by AI, I don't care. Does it look nice? That's what I care about. But you're like, oh, AI art? Nah, cancel. Get out of here. No, I think it's like, I don't really mind the idea of AI art. I just find it annoying when like, people call themselves artists when they just generate an AI okay, let's art. say they don't call themselves artists. I don't care about that. But what about the art itself? Can you say the that? The art this- itself is art. I'll consider it art. Yeah. Like if an AI spits something out, I, I would consider that art. Like, yeah. I'm not, I'm not one of those people who like thinks AI art isn't art. But you're going to say it's, it's nice art? Would you ever compliment it? Yeah, I'd be like, oh, this looks this looks nice. I, the thing is, okay. I just wouldn't consider right. the person who wrote the text to be an artist. That's why I draw that line. What if they actually are an artist as well, but then they made this piece? Basically, this the piece I would be like, the artist of this piece is the AI. Like, that's what I would say. It is not the person on the other side of that AI. What would you call the person that wrote the prompt? Commissioner. Requester. Like, the same way I can go on to, like, the internet and ask an artist to make me something. Like, they're the equivalent of that. I can see it. I can see it work both ways. Okay. All right. I don't know if you actually mean that. You just want me to shut up, but I'll take it. No, no, no. I mean it because, like, obviously they're not actually drawing anything, but they do. They are tweaking certain things here and there to make it look like they want how they want. There to definitely look. is like a, a blurred so. line. Where it's like, okay, how much like do you have to influence it? Like, if someone takes an AI generated base and they edit it 
to the point where like 90% of the image is different. Then like now where's the line? Like, there's obviously like a fuzzy edge there that I, I don't think I could draw a, a perfectly sharp line to define. But for the most part, when like, people just like, they just tweak the AI over and over and over. Like I just think, I still would be like, that's just the AI doing the job. Yeah, it is doing the job. That's the AI making the art. But AI, you still have to prompt. It's kind of a hard thing. I don't know. Kind of a hard thing to say. Obviously, you're not doing the work, but you are doing work. Yeah, exactly. You aren't doing the work. Yeah, it's not It's not as simple as just me saying, commissioning someone, and then they're coming back with the art, and they'll be like, okay, well, can you tweak this? Then they come back, can you tweak this? Can you tweak that? Can you tweak I guess it is similar, but it's like on a much, much faster scale. Yeah, it's faster, and it's probably more efficient than working with an actual human being, but like, I don't, I don't think you could ask a human to tweak a piece of art, and then they do the tweaks. No matter how many tweaks you ask for, or how specific you are with the tweaks you want, I'd, I'd still be like, you're just telling the artist to make the art for you. Yeah, although sometimes I see I, you see like like um like a chef, right? He'll be walking around, and be like, "Oh, you have to add like salt to this, or you have to add this to this, or that." You're not so they are they because of their expertise, they know mm-hmm. how to make the food taste better, but they're not making the food. They they haven't made the food, so there's a little bit of a thing there. You have to have an eye for composition, shall we say? Maybe uh, I'm I'm willing to concede that much. Okay. Anyways, I bet we'll see some AI stuff in GTA Six. I bet you probably. I mean, yeah, it's the whole thing with like a bunch of uh. I think the the voice acting guild like decided to al- allow the use of AI in video games and stuff. Like, vi- I think there's a big game that was coming out. I forget the name. Where they admitted that yeah, we use AI for all our voice acting. Like, it's, we don't use actual voice actors. I wonder what game that is because I wonder if like if anyone noticed or if it was kind of weird or whatever. If people noticed, people noticed. That's what made them admit it. Like, it's one of those things where, like they didn't say it out loud until people said, "Hey, the voice the voice acting sounds so odd." And they were like, oh, yeah, we use generative AI to produce the voice designs. And, blah, blah. and I, I, this is one of the things where I really don't think, as much as it pains me to say this, like, it does feel like that's just the way it's going to go. Yeah, it's going to. Like, it's a battle worth fighting for, but it's not one that I know I don't believe you can win. I just <laughs> don't. Sense. I don't even see a battle. Like, this is just, to me, it's so clear cut. It's already over. I, you can't you can't close the box, dude. There's no battle. It's done. Like, that's what I'm thinking. But uh, I guess we'll find out. Time will tell. Speaking of time, that brings us to the end of this episode of Time Sync. All right. Dang, great outro, Amolu. Good job. Totally, totally. Completely natural. Amolu, sign out. Yeah, Hamza signing out. <laughs>